All right. Hey, folks, this is Peter Coulter. And Chad Broussard, and you're listening live to another episode of the Mercenary Musician Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking to you about... Uh, <laughs> That's a good start. Stage fright. We're going to talk to you about stage fright. Uh, I, I was distracted because you said you're listening live, which you are not. This is pre-recorded. Yeah, I say live on all of them. <laughs> Uh, well, shit, we got to go back and edit me in correcting that. Deceiving. <laughs> Deception. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, we're talking about stage fright. Yes. Today, which, um. Right up my was, alley. Yeah, yeah. It was brought up to me by a, a listener who said, you know, you never, you never touch on this, which is like my biggest issue. And I, I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess not. And the reason, part of the reason for that, and one of the reasons why it took so long to do the money management thing is because it's one of the things I'm good at. So I think, oh, no one needs to, you know, I wouldn't have needed this when I started, so nobody else does, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which is not the right way to think about it. Um, And on that note, I just want to say, if you are like this listener, if there's something you are needing help with, let us know. We're, like, very accessible. We had somebody call us recently, um... And ask about the vocal coach thing. And so that is going to light a fire under my ass to find a vocal coach to, to talk to. So, you know, reach out and uh, we will respond to you. You're, we're going to be doing this for a long time. And if you want to get in touch with us, now is, now is the time. It's still early here. We still really don't have many eyeballs on us com- compared to where we're going. So uh, get in touch. Now's the time. Anyway, stage fright. Um, so this, as I said, this is not something that I experience that intensely. I know some people have it really bad to the point where they just never get on stage, like my friend Chad here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so to some extent, I don't know what to tell you because I don't experience it that much, but. I do experience it to some extent, and I have and early on I experienced it more, for sure. But I think the number one way to get over stage fright, uh, there are really like two top big ways. One is to get really good, is to be very confident in your abilities. That's um, that's a huge part of it, right? I know that I'm good, and uh, I know that I know what I'm doing. And I think a lot of stage fright comes from feeling unprepared, feeling like you're going to fuck it up, um, that type of thing. Um, the other, the other big thing, aside from just being, being good is being experienced. And that seems kind of obvious and they might even seem like the same thing, but when you've done something and and it might not sound like, again, like the savings in the money episode. It might not sound like what you want to hear, but just doing it, you know, just getting out there and and screwing up a million times like I have and uh, having it turn out okay is is kind of the key. And it's, um, you know, it's it's the same. We, we've, we've talked a little bit in parallel about like meeting people to date or uh, that type of thing, Mm -hmm. approaching people who you're attracted to. And you get this like 
oh my God, I can't do that. What if I get re- rejected? And then if you can just get past that little bit of fear and push past it and go approach someone, the worst thing that ever happens is someone goes, no, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you. And that's not fun, but it's not like getting stabbed in the eye or something. And the same thing, the same thing happens basically with, with gigs where it's like the worst thing that can happen is you get in front of a crowd and they hate you. And (laughs) that, that very rarely happened like the for you know that very rarely happens i don't know that it's ever happened to me but uh even if that happened it wouldn't you wouldn't be dead um yeah so i you tell me is this is this advice yeah, helpful spot, at all or it's spot on yeah um but i mean even if you are confident in what you do and I mean, there's professionals out there that still have stage fright. And I remember the lead singer when we first saw the used at Warp Tour, uh-huh. he wouldn't face the crowd. Oh, really? And it later came up in a Rolling Stone article it was the fact that he had severe stage fright. Yeah. And I think uh, James made I might botch this. James Maynard Keenan, the lead singer from Tool and the Perfect Circle, same mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Um, that is very interesting. Um, so for me personally, it's it's more so because. Playing guitar is one of the only things that I've stuck to for so long. Yeah. So it's very near and dear to my heart, mm. right? And so I don't play covers, even though, you know, if I was to go out and do this, I would. Right. I play for quiet enjoyment and therapeutic purposes, but I don't generally play in front of people. I can count on my hands and toes how many people I've played for in twenty, almost twenty-one years of playing. Okay. Um, it's the fact of the rejection but the rejection of the one thing that you hold nearest and dearest to your heart, right? Yes. So it's like rejecting your one craft that you care so much about. Right. And that, if you internalize it, could be detrimental to just the whole outlook of going out and playing live. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that actually, to bring it back around to like approaching people you're attracted to, um, that is a big part of what's happening there is when someone rejects that, it feels like they're rejecting you as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, oh, you're omelet is not good it's like you're not a good person it's it's interesting too because when covid hit i started playing drums and i would be more inclined to go out and play drums today than i would be to go out and play guitar right which i've played for two decades now right because it's not it's uh, still in important. the infancy stages right it's like fuck you're it. supposed you, to suck. yeah exactly yeah. right yeah yeah that's that's pretty interesting um yeah i i hear you Hmm. There's a another famous example of someone with stage fright is the the bass player from the band. I forget the guy's name, but uh, he had pretty severe stage fright. I think he actually mentions it in in one of their songs. Um, I can't stand his voice, but he's a good bass player. What <laughs> Sorry, what band? The band. Oh, the band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great name. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing too, um, if you don't start early on in your playing career, playing with others. Mm. I think that could be detrimental as well. With others, like in a band? Yes. Just yeah. being comfortable playing with others, learning how to get time down around other individuals, not just with your metronome. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you're, uh, if you're just getting started, that, that could be something to try is uh, get together with people and, and jam a little bit. It's also super fun. Um, so I've got, I've got some suggestions, concrete kind of, uh, ways to 
to try to build build on this. Um, one thing to do, uh, you know, uh, systematic desensitization is something that is proven to work in a lot of things, right? Where if you're afraid of spiders, your therapist will just have you talk about spiders. Okay, I was going to say. And then the it next time. doesn't fucking fix anything. Well, and then the next time. From someone with arachnophobia. Yeah. And then the next time they talk, you'll show them a picture of a spider. And then the next time, they'll have you hold the picture of the spider. And then the next time, they'll have a live spider in a little thing. And then, like, slowly getting you used to, like, more and more exposure. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, is, it, it seems to work. There's a lot of some studies out there about that working for, uh, for phobias. So, this is, you can take this idea and try to apply it to uh, your stage fright and play first for somebody who loves you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe two people who love you, you know, then you can do like a little family concert and have, you know, your family and friends and like five or six people sit on the couch while you play one song kind of thing. Um, and then if you're, if you're already past that or you're, once you get past that, go play at an open mic. Um, so this type of thing, you can kind of build on it. And uh, that would be, I think, a good a good thing to start trying to do. Uh, another thing is, and I think that Chad has kind of um, done this, more or less. Uh, you don't have to, I know this sounds, sounds weird coming from me. You don't have to do this professionally. If it really is that uh, stressful for you and it's, um, and it's not really fun. You don't have to do it professionally. It can just be a hobby. It can just be fun. Um, and it, I don't, I don't want to say, okay, if you have stage fright, you shouldn't do this because if you really want to do it, you can get, you can do it. You just have to really want to do it. Um, and that, uh, that would be admirable if you, if you know, you really want to do something and it scares you and you do it anyway, that's like the definition of courage, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's, this is another opportunity. We, we went over, like, why are you doing this? That was a, an episode. Um, you know, get, get connected with why you want to do this at all. If the why is big enough <clears throat> to uh, justify facing that fear and doing this kind of work on it, then do it. If it's not, then maybe don't do it. Or, you know, push it off onto, the, onto a maybe later kind of project. Um, stage right, stage right, stage right. Okay, how about like in the moment? So let's say you're already, let's say you're more like where I'm at and you're playing gigs already. And I do, I do still sometimes get uh, nervous, right? Um, sometimes just playing a new place where I'm uh, like a gig that I would like to keep. It was my first time playing at a gig. I'll get a little nervous. Um, playing to a a big audience uh like a like an audience that's larger than most audiences that i've played for that can be nerve-wracking playing in a scenario i'm not used to so like if i were for instance in a band that was opening for a a large act Mm -hmm. and it was like okay now i've got to use like monitors the stakes are high i'm like uh stage lights and a big stage and uh, my band is like spread out further than I'm used to having it because it's a bigger stage, like that type of thing. Novel situations can be scary, even for me. I've been doing this for a long time, 
and it can that type of thing can still get to me. So one of well, I mean, one thing that will help every aspect in your life pretty much is meditation. Being able to get mindful, be in the moment, uh, is ext- an extremely valuable skill. So something that I will do, for instance, is feel my feet, right? And I, I don't mean like put my hands on my feet and feel them with my hands. Yeah, you focus on them. Yeah, you focus on them and you just notice the sensations there. And it can ground you in this like, oh, this is what's actually happening right now. Mm-hmm. Well, these ang- anxious thoughts are not, are, you know, they're they're just occurrences in my conscious awareness. They're it's not. because you care. Yeah. You care about what it is you're about to do. Yeah. Just do it nervous. It's okay. Because what happens when you do something nervous? It eventually settles down. Like as you're in the moment, as you're doing it, those nerves settle down. They settle down and they can be, it can be useful, that kind of energy. Um, There's, there's obviously a level where it goes too far and it will fuck you up. But uh, a little bit of jittery energy, it can be good. Um, You know, it can get you, get you moving, get you jumping around and, and energetic. Um, So you can use that also. Um, another thing you can do, which I, I love this just as a general strategy for, for crowd interaction is just be honest with the crowd. You can say, Hey, you know, this is, this is a big show for me. I'm a little nervous. Um, thanks for being here. You know, just take it easy on me, guys. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, it's my first day on the job. Yeah. Right. Have fun with it. (laughs) Yeah. Have fun with it and, and just be, you can be honest with the crowd and you can have just a talk with them about it. Um, that can be another, another idea. And I'm not saying you have to do all of these things. I'm just kind of throwing ideas out. Um, another thing that I've found is, um, when I'm, I'll sometimes feel like the resistance to starting where I'll just be like, okay, I'm all set up. Do I really have to do this? (laughs) You know, like do it. And, uh, what can be useful? It's like jumping off like a high diving board. If you've ever done something like that or like a big cliff, just don't think about it. I mean, once you've established that it's safe. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just, yeah. just go. Just don't even count. Don't. Or sometimes counting can help. Three, two, one, jump. Um, but just like trying to not th- think about. I know trying to not think about things is, is a losing battle. But just do it. Just sit down, plug in, say, "Hey, everybody, I'm Peter," and now you're on the hook. You got to start. Don't say, "Hey, I'm Peter." Say, "Hey, your your name." Um. Stage fright, stage fright. What else we got? Does it make sense if you're in a position where you are just so terrified to go on the stage to record yourself playing, put it up on the internet, and kind of see how it how it takes? Does it make sense to record yourself playing, put it up on the internet, and see how it goes? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. But um, or like social media or whatever, the stories, you know, the stuff like that. Hmm something where you can set it, forget it and come back and say, Oh, Hey, these people like this or Hey, they didn't. Maybe they should look at a different career. Hmm. I, I would say that's not a terrible idea, but I, I would, I would be careful basing whether or not you're good on what the internet says. Um, yeah, because you, you might, you might just find that the crowd, you're not finding the, the right crowd and it's it can be different live like the, the thing about the internet is you're competing with led zeppelin on the internet you know what i mean like if you're putting a video on the internet you're competing with all the best content in the world which i'm not saying you shouldn't put content on the internet because of that but it's different to be like a live musician at a bar 
people are like, oh, look, music, I can make requests, and it's like somebody having their own take on it, you know? I guess what I meant was, like, for instance, if you're using the Ultimate Guitar app, uh-huh. and you select a song, yeah. there's also a tab where you can see all these other musicians playing that song, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like a rabbit hole. You can get on there, and you get lost, and you find people who are playing different versions, variations of the song, where it's like, oh, wow, that's unique. I never, you know, I never expected that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what they did to kind of build their confidence up to get to the point where, like, okay, I can do this. Let's go try it on the stage now. Yeah, could be. I mean, I'd say uh, I that w- that could work. Yeah, I'd say give it a shot. And this is this is another uh, this kind of a zoom out point here that we can we can make. This is an example of just seeing a problem and just approaching it from all different directions. If you have a problem with stage fright or anything, just thinking about different things that might work is. A, a wise idea, right? Like, what can I do here? What can I do here? What can I do here? Um, should I try open mics? Maybe I'll just play for mom first. How about if I uh, just explain it to the to the audience? I just am totally upfront and honest and vulnerable about it. How about if I try to post stuff online? How about you know? And this is just a good a a good exercise for trying to solve problems. Just like I want to fix this. What are some things that might work? So, yeah. Uh, let's close it with a final idea that I haven't thought of yet. <clears throat> That's good. Thank you. Um, so, stage fright, I think, comes from uh, a fear of being rejected or a fear of embarrassing yourself. And it's... Um, I think it's usually not totally rational. Um, I think it is almost always going to be not as bad as your anxiety is telling you it's going to be. Even if it is a total train wreck, it's not It's not going to be death, which is what your anxiety is telling you. Yep. It's like, this is life or death. Yep. Right? So uh, what I would say is try playing in front of small groups of people. Try open mics. Uh, try, you know, un- unpaid stuff like open mics. Um, at first and build up your confidence that way. Play in a room with other people, with other musicians, you know, get jamming in a, in a room. That can be helpful. Church bands. Church ba- I mean, church, some of the best musicians in the world come out of church. So, yeah, if you if you have a church band, you could join. <clears throat> uh, and the most important thing is to be good. If you're If you're good, and not just good, but confident in the fact that you're good. Right. So uh, practice your instrument, practice singing, practice doing both of those things together, Uh, practice reading chord charts, just practice all your stuff until it's really good. And uh, I I, want to back that up a little bit because I don't want the perfect to be the enemy of the good. Right. I don't want you waiting until you think you're perfect to play gigs and using that as an excuse not to play out. Right. Don't don't wait till you're perfect. But, you know, know more or less what you're doing. Yeah. Um, before you before you go, don't wing it. Don't don't wing it totally. Right. Have have when you go to this open mic. Right. Have three songs rehearsed that you know you can play that you know all the way through. Mm-hmm. That you're not like I only kind of know these. Right. Going in knowing your stuff is half the battle. Is half the battle. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Go for it. And if you have any questions or if there's anything about this that I didn't address well, uh. 
email us. I know this is, it's tougher for me to address problems that I don't experience as much. Yeah. So if you got any specific questions about this, I would love to hear them and I will give it some more thought. And, uh, this is another one where like we kind of talked about the vocal lessons and I kind of gave you what I know about vocals, but said I'd get a vocal coach to come talk about it. This could be something like that where I find an expert on stage fright or somebody who I know who has really overcome stage fright and see what they did. Yeah. We'll circle back to this episode. I'm sure down the line to revisit it and see, you know, where you guys are at. Yep. Sounds good. Ciao. Bye.